listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Balkum, and this is the Save the Marriage podcast. This is the podcast designed to help you save your marriage no matter where you are in the process, whether you're trying to start out on a healthy start or if you found yourself in a tough stretch. I'm here to help you with that. This podcast has now been listened to by people around the world over three and a half million times, which tells us how important it is. For people to work on their marriage, how important it is for marriage in your life and why that is such a priority. So first, let me thank you for listening in. You know, I know how busy you are. I know how busy the world is right now. And you have to decide where you're going to spend your attention and your time. Obviously, I have a bias that one of the places we want to spend our time and attention is on our marriage. But I'm always amazed that other people step up and listen in because they want a better marriage. Now, many times in this podcast, I'm kind of talking to people who are maybe even on their own trying to save their marriage. Maybe their spouse hasn't quite decided to step in. And I've had a couple of people who are like, okay, you're probably trying to manipulate people. You're probably trying to use all these tricky methods to get people to stay in their marriage. And the fact is that while I often am talking to only one person, It's not that I want them to fool a spouse. It's not that I want you to fool your spouse. I just believe that we can save many marriages that would otherwise fall apart simply because we step up, pay attention, and work on them at their fundamental level, healing them, bringing them to where they need to be. So this is not about tricking a spouse. This is not about trying to find some way to fool them into staying. This is a way of creating a marriage that really both people would want to protect. I mean, that's that's the end result of this. Can we create a marriage where both people want to stay in? That may start with both, both people deciding to stay in, maybe not even wanting to at that point, but building towards something. And that brings us to the topic today because this next few weeks are going to be really aimed at everyone who is in the midst of a marriage struggle. This is a new series, and these these are the Lies of Marriage series. Now, when I say lie, I don't mean that somebody's walking up to you and telling you a lie. I'm going to reveal some places where we've fallen into some beliefs, some lies about marriage that are just not true, and they are all over the place. Because of that, it's not like somebody else is walking up to you and going to tell you a lie knowing it's a lie. When you hear these things, it's because they have been bought into by our culture, by people. They just happen to be lies. They're not true. So as we talk about this, just kind of understand that these lies are kind of the easy answers, but they're at the expense of relationships. These are sometimes the easy answers that we just kind of spout off. And, you know, sometimes we do that. We have shortcuts. When we're trying to explain things, we have shortcuts to get to what we think is a a good ending. But in reality, it gets in the way of something better. Usually these shortcuts we have, these lies we tell ourselves, these quick answers, these easy answers 
can feel good in the instant, but the long-term ramifications are so big that they cause problems. What these amount to, these lies, are rationalizations and misunderstandings, rationalizations about why your particular relationship can't work, and misunderstandings on the whole nature of marriage in general. So I'm looking at these lies that get us into trouble. There are lots of lies about marriage, but I want to focus really on the ones that end up being troublemakers when your relationship gets into trouble. Because when you buy into these particular lies, you're likely to move in a direction that gets you into trouble. You're likely to move in a direction that's counter to the possibilities that are embedded in your marriage. So now let me be clear. I believe that marriages are going to face challenges. And our question is always, do we find a way through them to a better place or do we walk away? And I happen to believe that in our culture, we've gotten to the place where we take the easy answer of saying, yeah, there's nothing that can be done. You just walk away. We are in a disposable world these days. I mean, I, I don't know how many times... We have hidden this from ourselves, right? We just this morning, um, you know, I watched the garbage trucks come through our neighborhood, pick up lots of stuff that our neighborhood had put out, and they'll go and they'll hide it from all of us, and they'll put it in a landfill, and we won't see it. It's as if it didn't happen. I've been in other countries, more developing countries, where the the trash is on display. And, and and so the disposability, not just from our culture, but all over the world and even in that culture is on display. I remember being by a place where they brought in the trash, the disposables from other countries and people were going through them, trying to find things of value to either resell or to use themselves. And it just struck me of the disposability that we have built into our culture because it's hidden from us. We don't really see the the toll of that. A couple of days ago, I was talking to someone who was in the midst of contemplating whether the marriage could be saved or not, whether they should need to walk away or not. And this person had bought into this belief, and this is not one of the lies that I'm going to challenge right now, but the belief that divorce is just the way to go, right? Nobody's hurt by that. Everybody will be okay. You know, sure, it'll hurt in the short term, and sure, there'll be some adjustment. That's what this person told me. But long term, yeah, it'll be fine. What we know is that's not the case. We know about the pains, the struggles that can last years, even decades for both the people who are divorcing and the family around them. And so that is one of the lies, not the one I'm challenging today, but one of the lies that we have about divorce. It's not any big deal. But let's turn our attention to the lies we tell about marriage before we ever get to the lies of divorce, before we ever get to that point, there's a big lie. And that big lie is what happens when people hit a tough spot. When the relationship is challenged. And here is that lie. The loss is if you have to work at it, it's wrong. If you have to work at this, if you really have to put in effort in this, you know, if you really, you know, have to really put in an effort to find time for each other, to connect with each other, because you have fights all the time, whatever it is, if you're having a struggle, 
there's something wrong with the relationship. That's different than seeing the fact that relationships are going to face challenges. I mean, that, that's the inevitable part. And so what we do is we look at this as a relationship issue rather than a relating issue. There's something fundamentally wrong with that. Let me just say that a little bit more uh, deeply and more with more clarity to that. So the myth is this. If I'm working on this, if I'm having to put forth a lot of effort, there's something wrong with the relationship. Now, the fact is that sometimes people get into a lot more struggles and a lot more difficulties than they need to, than are necessary because of how they're relating, not because of the relationship, but because of how they're relating. But the lie itself is something about the meant-to-be nature that we buy into in our culture that you know this relationship is meant to be or it's not meant to be. And so we kind of have this mindset of finding our soulmate, of you know the fact that if we did find our soulmate, then everything would be easy because it's meant to be. You know that's the sign we look for. I was talking with some people who were in self development, and, and frankly, I don't agree with their approach. And, and I was actually challenging them about their approach. And they basically said, "Look, if you're finding yourself struggling, you're not at the right place." And if you find yourself, you know, not wanting to do things, you're not at the right place. You just need to do what your passion is about. And, and so if there's any struggle in your life, you're creating that struggle unnecessarily. It should be easy. It should just float by. Now, that's an interesting philosophy, but it doesn't really show itself anywhere in the world in our lives. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking back on just watching my kids learning what they learned as they were growing up, learning to crawl. I've got to admit, learning to crawl did not look like a piece of cake. I mean, I would watch them struggle and struggle and struggle. I mean, they were putting in all this effort. Now, it was something they wanted to do. And let's, let's just draw that distinction. If it's important enough, that's the question. Do we go through the struggle because it's important enough? Well, it turned out for my kids, it was important enough for them to learn to crawl. Then I watched them try to walk, pulling themselves, falling down, hurting themselves, pulling themselves, falling down, hurting themselves, pulling themselves, falling down, getting a little bit better, getting a little bit more stable, finally figuring out how to get those feet underneath them. It didn't look easy. If you were to look at them, you would go, well, it's not meant to be. I guess we're just meant to crawl. And yeah, that's not what we do. So let's just fast forward a little bit into life and think about this in other areas. There was a period in my life when um, in my 30s, I got sick. And at the end of that sickness, the, you know, the doctors had told me that I would be disabled. And really with what I had, eventually it would kill me. And so at that point, I was faced with this reality. And at the end of this sickness, uh, their diagnosis was correct, but their prognosis wasn't quite so accurate. I realized that for a number of years, I had not been treating my body well. And so my body wasn't where it needed to be. I was out of shape. I was not eating well. And so I decided to turn that around. As you can imagine, it wouldn't have helped me much to go, well, if I was meant to be healthy, I would be. And I guess I'm not. Instead, I had to go to the gym. So maybe you've had this experience where you decided maybe you wanted to you know, shed a few pounds or add a few pounds of, of muscle or, or whatever it is, but you, you were going to deciding to do that. And, and in the process, you decide you were going to you know, 
take on some extra fitness things. Maybe you're going to build some muscle up. I would just raise the question, what did you do to do that? Did you just look in the mirror and go, well, if it's meant to be tomorrow, I'll wake up and, you know, I'll look better. I'll have bigger muscles. Or did you take action? Did you go and challenge yourself, challenge the muscles? I mean, that is how we build muscles. That's how we get into better shape. We challenge the muscles so that they have to become stronger. That's how we get stronger by the challenge of them. Not because it's meant to be. We have a natural strength element, but because we challenge that and build into that. How about business? I mean, think about how many times we look at a business that hits a tough spot. And the business could say, well, if it was meant to be, you know, it would just happen. People would show up. We would do everything we needed to with no trouble. Or do you see businesses that go, okay, it's a tough spot. How do we adapt to this? How do we change? How do we move into something new? How do we develop a new product? I mean, that's not easy stuff. Or how about people who are in business deciding to get better at their task? Maybe you say, well, I'm a salesman. So if it's meant to be, if I'm meant to be a salesman, it'll just happen. I just will naturally sell. Or do you try to figure out how to be a better salesperson? Do you try to get better at the techniques, the skills of selling? My experience is that in all of those cases, people really are working harder. Or how about let's just take hobbies. Do you, do you have a hobby? Do you have a sport or something that you like? For a while now, for a couple of years, outside of this pandemic, uh, I did jujitsu. One of the things about jujitsu is that it's not something I just naturally knew how to do. In fact, the first night, as a way of showing me a technique, the instructor got on top of me, held me down and said, get me off. I could not. And then the instructor showed me a technique that made it easy. So in some ways you go, well, you know, there it is. It made it easy, right? I had a technique, but that technique I had to perfect, had to work on. Just because he showed it to me didn't mean it was automatic. That technique is still something that I keep working on and learning from. And it's the same with other things I learned there. If it was meant to be, if we use that methodology, if it was meant to be, I'd walk in, they'd hand me a black belt and I'd be an expert. But the reality is that I had to put the pieces in place to learn the techniques, to learn the better way of doing it so that I was evolving as, in that sport, as, in jiu-jitsu. And the same is true in anything. You know, If you go to the tennis court and the first time you pick up the racket and you try a forearm and it's horrible. You could go, well, if that was meant to be, I guess not. You know, I'm not headed for Wimbledon. Or you could say, no, I need to practice. I need to work at it. I need to learn more about that. The fact is that anything that matters takes effort. Not only that, but anything that matters deserves effort. It's kind of like in the beginning, I was talking about the attention you give to this. The fact that you're showing up to listen to this tells me that you've already decided that marriage is important. So we have to be careful about how we take in these lies to make sure that they don't get us off course. The fact is there are skills to marriage that we can improve. There are skills to listening, to communication, to conflict resolution. There are skills to connecting. There are mindsets behind that, ways we can think about marriage, ways we can think about our spouse, about ourselves in the relationship that make a difference in how it all comes together. So the truth is that anything important, marriage included, takes effort. 
Now, there is one other piece I need to talk about. Sometimes we struggle unnecessarily in marriage. The fact is, it is not true that if it was meant to be, it would be easy. But the fact is, we can make it more difficult. Sometimes we do things. We get into patterns with our spouse. We we respond or react in ways that aren't helpful to our relationship. And, and that this is true 100% of relationships, 100%. Some couples decide to figure that out. How can we relate better? So while I would say that it's a lie that if it was meant to be, it would be easy, it's not true to say, well, if it's a struggle, you're doing everything right. The fact is, if it's a struggle, that's normal. How you navigate the struggle is what's important. How you figure out how to move into a better place, that's important. I don't think it's okay for marriages to be full of conflict all the time that never get resolved. I just think it's a lie to believe there should never be any conflict and everything should be simple. So because of that, That's kind of the roots of why I created the Save the Marriage system. I wanted people who wanted to work on their relationship to have the tools that they needed to get there. I don't force it on anybody. The fact is that not every marriage is going to be saved. If there are two people in a relationship that say, I'm done, nothing's going to happen to change that. If two people are in the relationship saying, we'll figure this out, nothing's going to happen to change that. They will be successful. The question is, what do you do when you're struggling and not sure what to do? Not only that, but what if you're struggling, not sure what you do, you want to stay married, but you know that there are some skills that are missing. That's when you figure out how to do it better. Now, in the midst of my jujitsu piece. You know, I've, I've watched videos, I've read books, I've done everything I can to figure out better ways of doing that. What if we were to apply the same skill set to marriage that we apply to sports, that we apply to hobbies, that we apply to learning our business skills, that we apply to fitness? What if we were to take that mindset, the mindset of that child who keeps figuring out how to walk, how, how to crawl, how to walk, how to run, how to talk, how to eat, how to move through the world. What if we took that and said, it's a figure it out world. How can I figure this out better? That's the place that magic happens. That's the place that marriages turn around and become the marriages that you want, become the marriage that you would protect, become the marriage that both you and your spouse would, would hold together because it's warm and it's connected. Not all the time, not 100% of the time, but it's more warm and more connected and growing in, in ways that you understand in the mindset. That's the purpose of the system. So if you've bought into the lie, let's give up the lie. Recognize that marriage is going to be a challenge, but a challenge you can master. Now, the next half truth is, you know, We've got to find some way through that. The half truth is, well, then it should just be, you know, a struggle all the time. That's not true. It's going to be a struggle part of the time, but we can find the skill set to make those struggles move us towards a better place. Sometimes what happens is couples get in a place where the struggle is not really to get anywhere better. It's to win points. What if we turn the struggle into striving for a better relationship? 
The struggle becomes the strive to make things better because we're resolving the issues. That's the truth. If you'd like help with that, please grab my system at savethemarriage.com. That's savethemarriage.com. And this is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.